0: This is just talking saying Podcast, y'all. Just talking to Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know this like right now. Seriously, subscribe right with you on iTunes, y'all. Obvious. if you honest, listen, we, we never write this out. What up, what up? It's your man Sam, host of Just talk with Sam Podcast. Just talk with Sam Podcast. Man, we got a great podcast for you guys. Uh, we got Sasha Prendez in the building. Those who don't know, she's going to be calling in Zoom very, very shortly. Sasha Prendez an electrifying Cuban-American singer from Kansas who has a new hit single called Shake This. Now... We chat about her origin stories and being first generation. A lot of struggles she got before she made this. But she's also did other music. Please, please, before we jump to this interview, check her out right now. Uh, Go to her website at sashaprendez.com. Instagram and Twitter or X or whatever now. The, The site formerly known as Twitter, they're both. Sasha Prendez and please Google her. she has a pretty good YouTube channel as well where a lot of her videos and um, everything is great uh, speaking of the YouTube itself, like all of our podcasts with a video element, I guess, you can check us out on our YouTube channel and you can see the whole interview right there live and in person if you're listening to the audio stream. So as the audio version that I'm doing right now, before we jump into this interview, I would like to uh, say, go to your home for everything that revolves around the Just Talk With Sam podcast. It is samshownation.com, your home for everything just talking with sam and my eagle eye people we've been doing this for um roughly over 13 years at this point please on the home page and current promotions space, there is a donate button please hit that donate button and give whatever makes you feel like a good person i gotta say uh we've been doing this for a while and you guys have been doing this for a while and if you want to do it again you're more than welcome but every single solitary red cent you hit with that donate button you knock out costs to make this a bigger better greater podcast so it's all right there give whatever makes you feel like a good person Now, i guarantee you, every single solitary red cent goes right back into making this podcast that much better but those who want a little bang for their buck want a receipt on their words you can always go to samshownation.com you get the store link you can get all your just talking with sam swag right then and there would that be t-shirts hats stickers whatever swag you need to show that this podcast is the best podcast that you like you love you just want to show the world it's all right then and there at just Talk with sam podcast shop but if you Uh, go to just talk uh, excuse me com. you can hit the podcast button you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts right there by hitting the podcast link you can listen to all of your podcasts maybe you want to hear it one way maybe you want to hear it again it's all right there but maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently we are on all the platforms, like all of them. Wherever podcasts can be found, just put in "just talking with Sam, no G in talking." Just talking with Sam, no G in talking, and you can check us out right there. Whether it's Apple, um, uh, iTunes, iHeart, uh, Amazon, Google, uh, TuneIn. I think they're still running Spotify um what's the what's the other one i feel like i'm forgetting one um wherever podcasts can be found just put in just talk with sam no g n talking just talk with sam no g n talking all one word so with that said what i would like to do is talk about our sponsors We've got a few sponsors for this podcast before we get into this awesome interview with sasha prendez um and our first sponsors are the good folks at honey look who am i kidding You're going to be doing some online shopping. I need you to go to samshownation.com. Go to the current promotions page and get the Honey app. Whatever, whether it be your phone, laptop, or whatever tablet, whatever device you use. Whenever you're doing your online shopping, Honey scours the entire internet looking for coupon codes and promo codes as you shop. So when you hit that checkout, you hit the Honey link. And look, I got to be honest. This is the only sponsor I think I have that pays you money by using it so please save yourself some money with honey so please go to samshownationcom hit the current promotional link click the honey link download the app and thank me later you're gonna save yourself some money by using that honey wherever you shop they have over five hundred thousand um, retail location online retail locations with tons of promo codes so save yourself some money by using that honey go to samshillnation.com hit the current promotions tab hit honey the next sponsor is the good folks at sam's club yes that sam's club it's sam and sam's club we've teamed up now earlier um, we did such a good job they have extended uh, 50% off new memberships by the just talking with sam listeners all you have to do is go to samshownation.com click the sam's club link and sign up right then and there it has been extended to september 30th 2023 all all listeners of the just talk with sam podcast go to samshownation.com learn current promotions link click the sam's club link and right then and there by doing that sign up 50% Fifty percent off memberships for all your bulk items. Maybe you need a bunch of um, beverages. I don't know. The Labor Day is coming in, and your last chance for barbecuing is right there. You need some beverages for the people. It's all right there. Hey, back to school is happening. Maybe you need some sla- snacks for them lunches. It's right there at Sam's Club. It's all right there. However, you use Sam's Club is your friendly neighborhood Sam's Club. If you go there in person, or if you shop online it's all right there too go to samshownation.com click the um, sams club link and save half off 50% off your membership for the year the next sponsor is good folks at nflshop.com look this is my favorite time of the year Da 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 Yes, I'm excited. My Detroit Lions are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. The Champs I gotta talk to Sasha Prendez about that. She's Kansas to her heart. I'm with Detroit. Oh that all oh, oh, we got oh we gotta talk about that. But either way, Sasha, we we'll, we we'll, we'll be with you in a second. But I'm trying to save my people a couple bucks when they go through SamShowNation.com and click that link at NFLShop.com. You can get the 2023 Sideline Collection, and you can root for your favorite team. Maybe you like Sasha, and you like them Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe you like your boy Sam. You like those Lions. Or maybe you're a Rams fan. Maybe you're a Giants fan. Maybe you just maybe be a Jets fan with Aaron Rodgers and all of that. Maybe you like them Falcons. Maybe you like those Dolphins. Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, and them Bengals. And don't even get me started on Matthew Well, Stat- oh, I said the Rams already. I'm sorry. Uh, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys whoever your team is NFL Shop is your source for officially licensed NFL apparent and gear for over 30 for all 32 teams you could browse the leading assortment of NFL official merchandise from trusted brands like Nike, New Era, and Fanatics. And if you act now, you can be one of the first to get the 2023 sideline collection. You know jerseys are one of the best ways to rep your hometown fandom. Hats are a close second. The NFL shop offers a variety of jersey styles, hat styles including the Super Bowl um, jerseys alternate team jerseys, away jerseys and that color rush be the first to rep your team for the new season look, football starts in less than three weeks from this recording it is going to be awesome and you need to be ready for it so please go to samshownation.com click the NFLshop.com and get ready kickoff nfl gear and apparel at nfl shop.com via samtronation.com and lastly certainly not leastly is our good buddies at target if football's around the corner that means i gotta talk about something we don't want to talk about but we gotta talk about it's back to school time oh yes back to school so everything you need, your 3 by 5 cards, your notebooks, your pens, your pencils, dorm life, whatever you need, Target got you back. They have it for whatever you need to make the grade. You can go to Target via samshownation.com. Go to samshownation.com, click that Target link, and get everything you need for this upcoming school year. And also, we want to give a little bit back by partnering target is partnering with the just talking with sam podcast and for rewarding time for college students with the target circle get an extra 20% off one qualifying store purchase with their target circle plus You can stack it with other deals and save even more. But you may want to hurry up and do this. This offer ends August 26th. So please get everything you need. My college Target Circle members, go to samshownation.com, shop for everything you need via Target for this upcoming school year, and they got your back. Now, one person who knows a thing or two about, you know, learning and stuff is Kansas University's own Sasha Prendez. And what we're about to do, before we talk about her you know, University of Kansas, I should say, uh, level of graduation and all that other good stuff, fancy book learning, one thing I would like to share is her new single. It's called Shake This. So we're going to play Shake This, and then we're going to jump into this interview with my pal, Sasha Prendez. We'll see you in a few. Just
1: some fun.
2: you your bed, gonna Break down. I've been like kinda hiding, like improvising my own demise Felt like only waves of sadness. That psycho madness, been beat down by the badness. No one should ever. The three BM. por ah, sí.
3: I'm ready to rock.
0: All right. Well, I gotta do this. I don't just be honest. Um, I know who was coming on this podcast, so I had to dig out all of my hats. I got a Brooklyn one. Brooklyn. Oh my spark. god! Yes, yes, right.
3: yes. I,
0: I need to say this up front. I am a diehard Pistons fan. So what I'm doing for you is high treason.
3: Yo, yeah, like, we need to talk about that though, so that your fans understand. Like,
0: no, no, we're 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 doing this now. We're, I don't want to say this. Up. Oh,
3: okay, yes, you're doing this for me. You know, that's and, not like, that's for you. If you took me to a Pistons game, I'd be like, Yo, where's the gear? I'm I'm here to support.
0: Okay, so since we know that Sasha, I don't know if you know about my podcast, but anytime, not just when you know offensive gear, right now. We do something else for our guests that we love and slobberingly grateful to have. That is called the over-the-top intro. That's how we start every podcast. If it's okay, can I do Yes. It? <laughs> Let's go. Over the top. I'm ready. Ready. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my next guest might be Cuba's greatest export by way of her parents. But she is definitely the pride and joy of Broham Elementary Junior... Orchestra in Olathe, Kansas, where she played the upright bass. Since then, she has been crushing the music game when she isn't crushing her opponent's body parts after winning gold in the AAU National Black Belt Championship, moving on to graduate from the University of Kansas, go Jayhawks, to pursue her life as a professional musician. No. After a hard day's work of giving you a fans a new pop to dance to, she winds down with the only treat only smoother than her voice, and that is a dirty martini with three countum, three olives. Sounds the print ass! Welcome to the podcast.
3: Whoa, oh my Lanta. That was crazy. You went deep. You went deep, my G, you went deep. Oh my gosh. Brome elementary.
0: Wow. I know it's bro. Wow. But bro have because of it. I don't know, but I just figure. You know.
3: Amazing. Look. I'm so I'm genuinely impressed. This is the first interview I've ever been on where someone acknowledged my my elementary school orchestra. <laughs> shout out shout well,
0: out to Rome we have a pretty good research department here wow but wow. <laughs> with that said we're here to talk about your latest single shake this now yes. love the song i've been listening to it not just in preparation for what well, okay two part in preparation for this interview and secondly because it's a good song but Tell me a little bit more about the new single, how it come about. How did you make it? What was the process? Please, the floor is yours.
3: Amazing. So first, I'm, I'm still spe- I'm still a little bit blown away from that intro. That was like, whoa. Um, and it just totally, totally filters right into my excitement about Shake This. Um, so Shake This was written and produced by my producer, Dee Lawrence, at Asia Live Records. And, you know... The moment I met D, it was like, we just vibed and we immediately, you know, communicated about our lives and, you know, all the intricacies of, of dating and how we got to where we are, whatever, whatever. So one day I hit him up and I'm like, Hey, I'm like this guy that I really like ghosted me and I can't seem to shake this, you know? And he just was like, shake this that's the song. And so literally the next morning he calls me and he's like, get to the studio right now, wrote the song. And here are three words, shake this up. And I was like, (laughs) all right, D I'm on my way. And that's literally how the song came about. Like he literally wrote it, like woke up in the morning, wrote it in the morning. Um, And we get to the studio and and we just, we just flew through it. It was like a genuinely magical day of how that
0: song came about. Well, like, That song has pretty much everything you want in a, uh, for lack of a better term, summertime feel-good song, mainly. Well, even though the subject matter isn't necessarily feel-good because of where it came from, because, you know, you're trying to get over something. But it is a good bop, and it has a lot of Latin influence with contemporary pop um, aspects. Um, how do you think that just came about? Was it just kind of a natural thing? Or granted, how you say it, you were just kind of put on the spot. Did it just kind of like, yeah, this is what I felt, and here we are.
3: You know, I think that's how all of my songs come about. It's based off of feeling. It's based off of emotion and some sort of experience that happened. Um, I have a hard time taking myself out of my own life and personal experience. And what's been really great about working with D is that, we're both able, like we all go through similar things, right? That's why music brings us all together. So it, it, it formulated because I, I originally, which is where, which, where you got all that Brooklyn info from is that mm-hmm. my music was like, kind of like low key sad girl, you know? Um, and I, I had some dark things and experiences that I, that I chose to wrote, to write about. And, um, upon, meeting D everyone's like you know oh Sasha you're so bubbly you're so fun you know you're you're so wild whatever whatever and they're like your music kind of doesn't really represent like that massive element of your personality and I was like yeah I don't really know how to write happy music other than Brooklyn. Brooklyn is my happiest song it's my it's my anthem to the to the homeland
0: you know yeah I um, really like Brooklyn as a song um, and that's where I'm you. not like you're, you're giving me new information please yeah. I interrupt it. go ahead no,
3: no, no. You're good. You're Gucci. You're Gucci. So, um, I wrote, you know, a lot of like sad girl stuff. And then Brooklyn was my happy song, which, uh, which I will always love that song. Um, and then Dee was like, all right, you know, we can talk about hard times and we can give people motivation, inspiration without beating them all over the head with like super sad notes and sad instrumentation and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So with shake this, it was like, you know, one of my favorite lines is, um, Time to throw away the compromising. Look in the mirror and stop the lies. And it's the reflection you've been despising. And it's like we all are our worst enemies. We can't change other people. We can only change ourselves. So and control how we feel. So if we feel some type of way because we've been burned or hurt, you know, it's up to us to look within and to be able to to find peace, healing, and closure in ourselves. You know what I mean? To shake this and move forward and let go of whatever's holding you back. So that's like at the core of where Shake This came from.
0: Um, and I'm glad that we got a chance to kind of, because that kind of feeds into my next question. Shake This is a great song and I love it, but I have, you know, did a little, I have my favorites from you. I have, um, um and one of them, not only is Brooklyn, but Stay. So that is one of those songs where you talk about being the low-key sad girl. Well, I kind of see it now. So with all of those things, uh, with that, and you make your music based off personal experience, I'm very curious, how does one end up in a song? Because uh, you Uh answered my question, because Uh that clearly happened. Anyone who (laughs) hasn't listened to these songs, please feel free to load up that Spotify and have a good time. But um, how does one end up in a song?
3: Oh man, oh, oh man. That's I think that's what they all ask. I think that's what they all low key want to know. Um, you can end up in a song, good or bad, you know, or indifference. My song "Yellow Sweater" is a little bit about uh, an indifferent situation with someone who, like, I had definitely fallen for, and he, I know he cared for me, but we weren't right for each other, and so it was him who had pulled out first, and that hurt me, you know what I mean? But then there's also like other things involved, right? Like when people get drunk and they lie to you and they tell you they love you. So basically if you lie to me, hurt me in some capacity, there's potential for a song to be written about you. Um, If we fall in love and we have a very magical first date, you also have a chance of, of being written about too. You know, I, I kind of write about like that first, that first crush moment, mm. um, you know, first love moment is, like, Brooklyn. And then, you know, you have Percocets, which is, like, really dark and, and sad. And you have, you know, Yellow Sweater, which is like, oh, you told me you love me, but I know it's not true. But I still, like, low-key, like, like to hear it. But I know this isn't healthy for me. So, all of the songs, you know, just have, just have little moments. They're like little love letters, good or bad, to um, to those I've loved before.
0: I get it. I get it. So, now that there's an emotional aspect in this, normally there's a technical aspect. What do you find most challenging when making a new song? Is it, um, (laughs) what is it? Is it the emotion side? Is it the actual writing and technical side? Or is it some new third thing that we just don't know about?
3: I'd say for me, the writing part, like the very beginning of laying it down, is the most natural, um, I'll literally just turn all my voice notes on my phone and we'll just start singing, freestyling, you know, into the mic. Um, or sometimes like I'll pick up the guitar and just kind of like start strumming and we'll also freestyle and let things out. And then it'll be like a 10 minute long voice note. And then I'll go back in and be like, you know, listen to it later. i be like, oh, there's like four or five songs in there. I'm going to take this, take that, take this. Um, and that's kind of like my original process. Um, I think where it gets hard is the technical stuff. You know, when you're in, in the studio and figuring out the notes and figuring out how to change it up and to have it not, you know, constantly be the same. And that's something that I've had some great people in my life help me with, you know, cause as an artist, you can't do everything as much as we all want to. You can't, you can't do everything yourself. And so eventually you have to pass on the reins to other people that you, that you build trust with. And um, I'm very grateful for the creative choices that my other producers have have collaborated with me on. And then, you know, it's hard to say what the hardest part is. I'd say that is, you know, sometimes being in the studio and like not getting a certain harmony right, not getting the notes right, and having to do it over and over again, and, you know, slash like eventually just like giving up and moving on and doing something different, which is also a positive thing, too. You know, maybe it wasn't. Meant to be like that. It was meant to challenge you to then explore another musical option, um, but all in all, like it doesn't. It doesn't feel like work, you know. I get it's it. like it's like me confessing my heart and soul out. It's like finally, like I get the I get the last word. And whether those that the songs are written about ever hear it, you know, some of them I send it to. I do oh. send them.
0: Okay, like, that's yeah. another question. So it was like the The process of making music, and this is coming from a dummy, so I don't want to step on any toes. So this is low-grade therapy, and then it turns into, <laughs> it it turns into like a song, and then the finished product. Hey, not for nothing. I was thinking about you. Here you go. Here's about four minutes of everything I've ever thought of you. <laughs>
3: Um, it actually gets a little funnier than that. That, that's pretty, that's pretty spot on. Um, but like, for instance, this, this one person who I had a, a whirlwind romance with, um, I had messaged him about a year later and I go, Hey, remember that song I wrote about you, but I wouldn't show it to you because I was very upset. Like I, the song, when I told you I was mad at you and I wrote a song and he was like, Oh no. And I go, Well, here it is. <laughs> it's released now. So you can listen to it, you know. And, uh, it was, it was like my my song, Understandably, which is like a, more of like a rock song. I was very angry. Um, and sometimes I feel like rock music and like hard guitars, like really just like embody the tone that I was trying to send, the message I was trying to send. Um, but that, but that's one of them, you know, and What's then.
0: That? What yeah. if you forget? Do you get a DM or a text? Hey, yo, Sasha, is that about me? Do you, do you get those? I got that once and I got it about stay. Oh. Were they right, wrong? You don't have to name names. No, no, right? Oh, no, I never,
3: I never named names later, later on in the career. Maybe, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, he did. He reached out to me and was like, Hey, it's stay about me. And I was like, Yes, it is. And he was like, Oh, he's like, I had a feeling, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, that was my, that was like one of the hardest heartbreaks I had ever dealt with. And we're still, we're cool. We're kind of looking
0: in yeah it's pretty detailed and stay so it wasn't a lot of um secret let's put it that way
3: uh, <laughs> the um, secret to my sadness
0: but here's here's one of the cool things about you um and I can be a bit of a music nerd sometimes I don't know if my nerdiness didn't display already from just i I, I didn't know but if you needed further proof. Like, I'm a listen-to-the-lyrics dude. Yeah. So, with that said, because there's a lot of wordplay and innuendo in your music as a whole. So, is there a level of... um I guess... Can, we're all listening because we want to see if this song is about us. But um can you listen to your own music objectively? Mm-hmm. I, I like asking um musicians about that because it varies. Sometimes you can think you're the greatest thing ever, more power to you, awesome. And other times, you can just beat yourself up when you listen to your own music. So, can you listen to it objectively saying like, okay, this is good, but I need to work on this, that, and third? or you just walk in the room, I'm awesome, next song, we're out of here.
3: Oh, man. No, I'm, I I. really dig deep and uh, criticize myself pretty harshly. Um, and especially would stay knowing that, like, you know, he reached out to me, you know, two, three years later, and finally heard it. it. It gave me like this satisfaction of like, okay, all the time and energy that I spent into it, everything that I wanted to say to him, I said it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and he's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. We didn't we didn't have a we didn't have a catastrophic breakup the way most of the others have been, um, it was just like long distance and different placements in life. And I think that's the hardest. It's easier to let go of someone when you're angry with them or when you're, you know, when there was a really big blowout, but when it was kind of like this thing where you just like, you just, it just wasn't going to work out, but the love was still there. I think that's where that pain really stems from. Um, and I worked really hard on that, worked very hard on that song, did multiple versions of that song. Um, and so sometimes you just you get so far down the line with a record that you're like, all right, you know what? It's done. Like we're putting this out. Like there's nothing else that we can do to it. It is what it is. It's beautiful as is. It captures the moment, the life of the moment, and uh
0: you just drop it. <laughs> well, Sasha, um, I want to compare my them to your rock starness. And this okay. is the only through line. This I checked. This is it. This is like the only common ground we have. I don't know what it is to be a pop star. And uh, I don't necessarily know if you know what it is to be a hyperactive nerd with a podcast. But this is our through line. This is the only time we meet up. Origin stories. So the net anyone with a superpower. I read a lot of comic books. I checked. Everyone with a superpower. Like your superpower to grab a mic. And gets everyone's attention. It's the same as mine to grab a mic and get everyone's attention. So yes. this is it. This is this is the only time we will ever meet up ever in life. So with that said, <laughs> with that said, I want to talk. I want to ask a few questions about your origin, mainly because much like every good comic book, it is everyone's first comic book. So we gotta do a little backstory. Yeah, let's do it. So with that said, what was it like? Growing up in more of a Cuban family in Kansas, um, how how was it? Did your family or the surroundings influence who you are now and what you do on a daily? So what was that like, the origin story? Here we go.
3: Yeah, so um, family's from Cuba. I was born in New Jersey, and then I grew up in Kansas. We moved there when I was five. And I had such a beautiful childhood, like, you know, we were not, we were in a very rural area, which eventually got more populated over time. Um, but I'd say there was about 80,000 people in our suburbs. And again, great childhood, super fun. And I just remember, you know, when we moved in, our neighbors were like thinking that we were in the witness protection program. Like they were just like, who are these people? And like my dad and his brother, we had houses right next door to each other. So I grew up with like three of my first cousins next door, you know, and they were like, what brothers, you know, from, from the East coast, Cuban move and we're playing dominoes and we blast music. And my parents came from the East coast. So they only wore the color black and you know, everyone, you know, moved from, from smaller, more rural areas into the neighborhood that we all just moved in into Olafas. So it was just really, really funny. And eventually a couple of years later, they were like, Hey, So what's the story like? Are you guys in the witness protection program? And I remember that just being like the funniest thing to us. Um, But it was nice being different. I always felt like I was different. I ended up uh, really building some amazing friendships and bonding with different people and introducing different people um, to my culture, which was Mm. really cool. Um, And we would have like pig roast parties and we would invite everybody over and we would make the traditional, you know, like pig in the box and we would have the rice and the beans and... Our family would fly in and it would always be a really good time. And we blended our cultures with traditional like Midwest American culture. And so I, that's a huge element of who I am. And I'm so, so blessed to have grown up in the great state of Kansas because I went to great schools. I had wonderful friends. Um, and, and my family's number one. So it's cool. It was, it was really cool. They took some of, they took some of our culture and we adopted theirs. So.
0: Hey, I know what it, um I do have on good authority of what it is to be a, a product of a first generation of anyone. So was that added pressure to be awesome in anything you've done? Because it was sort of like, OK, if you're going to do X, you better be the best at this thing. Uh, did that come up?
3: You know, that is that is a common theme for all first gens I'd say that came up a little bit but for the most part I was very independent as a kid and I was like I want to dance I want to sing then my dad's like let's get into martial arts I went you know got my black bomb in martial arts and I was a cheerleader I danced I did a little bit of everything so for me I think the life that we were living was the American dream and when grandma and grandpa would come and visit you know they'd stay for like a month and and you know embrace our lifestyle out there and everyone loved it um but I I will say the one thing that is very first gen of me and my family is that they pushed me to be the best and they pushed me to be a singer they never had to like you know knock on my door and be like did you get your homework done like that was never a thing but when it came to music my dad's like you got to do it you got to do it and both of them were incredibly encouraging to the point where like when I didn't know what to do and I remember being like really depressed and being like I don't know how to get into music I feel like I'm stuck I, I don't even know what to do you guys don't even know what to do you know they, my dad would just always say like we'll find a way we will always find a way you will always find a way and so those words have just stuck with me you know
0: and along with that and I re- okay look I want to preface this next question by saying this because I don't know how true it is but I got you in front of me, so you could tell me if it's crap or not. But um I read on the internet, around that time of your upbringing, around you were eight years old, you used to write music in a notebook and keep it to yourself.
3: Yes. We yes. have a great yes. research
0: department here. Yo, <laughs> yo, R&D. <Whoa. laughs> With that said, Why?
3: So I remember having this orange composition notebook. Remember it had like the...
0: Uh, Oh, I'm I'm very familiar with the composition notebook. The
3: pattern in the front. Mm -hmm. And it was like neon orange. And I just remember being in class in fourth grade and and, uh, starting to write songs. And my mom actually sent me that book of like a year or two ago. And she had it. And you can see all the songs. And like, I could totally pull from from the content in the pages and I was like damn I was a really like sad eight-year-old like and like totally like un- unrequited love like I would cross the ocean for you like who who am I talking about <laughs> like what is my deal um but I I would write songs because I I felt I felt compelled to write whenever we had creative writing or journal time in classes. Like I always, that really resonated with me and it made me feel better. And I was really good at writing at a young age. And I don't know what it was. I was just like, I don't like, I don't like the songs I'm hearing. I want to make my own songs. And, and I think it just kind of blossomed from there. Mm
0: -hmm. Second question. I read on the internet, but, but this is you. This is, it's a two parter. I should say. Okay. Um, Right after you graduated from the University of Kansas, you got a job selling medical device sales. Yes. You you, you, you sold medical devices. Now, I have absolutely no idea what that is, but I did see the movie Pursuit of Happiness and it looks hard. So I have to ask, what's harder, making a hit song or selling medical devices?
3: Selling medical devices. Really? So hard. So hard Why? oh my god it was ex- it was exhausting is it like the and- movie <laughs> i mean kind of but it's like now it's like 10 times more like admin work you know like you have to get on and you have to like make all these notes and fill out all these questions for each potential customer you get to and then you know you're driving all around the state and then you know people cancel their meetings on you last minute they don't even want to talk to you they don't sell us anything i'm like but really though like it actually works and it and it did like all, everything I sold was actually really awesome and, and worked but it was just not the same and I think what hurt me the most was spending all this time on somebody else's dream you know working for someone else who right. had their goals of helping those in the medical industry and, and giving patients you know uh, technology that will make them healthier um, which is an amazing dream to have it's just not mine Makes
1: sense.
3: and it got difficult to work for other people, you know? So one day I looked out the window and I remember being like, God, give me a sign that I should do music full time. Give me a sign, please. You know, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm in this crossroad. And then the next day I get a phone call and they're like, Hey, Sasha, um, we're letting you go. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, thanks, whatever, whatever. And I just got off and just started hysterically laughing, like a, like the Joker, like literally hysterically laughing because I was like, "Yo, that was weird." Like I literally like prayed to God and was like, "Help me." And then the next day that happened, and I remember my my girlfriend was with me and she was like, "Oh my god, what are you gonna do?" And I started. Cr- it was making me laugh harder. Like I just was like, "Girl, you don't understand." This is what you <laughs> How I don't understand. It? I, I just spoke to God and He just spoke back to me, like like in real time. You know, that's dope. So it was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, that, that was that was super challenging, but it made me stronger. It made me, you know, better at business. I understood uh, myself more and what I really wanted to do.
0: All right. So. Around, around this time in your life, that actually feeds into my next question. Around this time in your life, you made the jump from, look, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yes, I know. Dad joke. I get it. I get it. I'm sure you've heard that before. I'm, I'm so sure. Never. Really?
3: Never. Never.
0: Oh, okay. Never. Uh, with that said, you make the move from Kansas to uh, New York. Now, mm-hmm. this is one quality I want to know, as I did some time in New York myself. Very little, but, you know, I'm Midwestern to my heart. So I want to ask this question because I had to ask myself this question when I did my little time in the Northeast. Uh, what positive qualities did you bring from the Midwest to New York And what negative qualities did you get from New York that you brought back?
3: Oh, man, I love this question. I love this question. Okay, so my favorite thing about being from Kansas is my friendliness. Like, everywhere I go, I wave to people. I'm very nice. I open the door, you know, like, whatever, whatever. Especially when you're driving on the road in New York. People, you know, think that they're going to get... Past you if they if they cut you off and it's like no my friend we're all going to the same direction or if you need to get in and they kind of like don't want to let you in i'll just stick my hand out the window and be like and then like smile and then it's like oh man you're a total asshole if somebody waves at you and you don't let them in you know like it's not a race bro um and so it works every time and so when i have when i'm with other friends i'm like just wave just wave or i'll stick out you know my hand out the window and wave and surprisingly people lighten up when you smile at them or when you wave at them or, you know, when they, when yes. they let you in. little things like that, you know, I, I hit people with a smile. Um, and, and I'm very talkative and I'm making friends in the elevator and I love, you know, that's how I've made all my friends in New York, you know, just like chatting to them in, in random, random places, the girl's bathroom, the elevator, you know, whatever the coffee shop. Um, and that's something that I'm so grateful that I'm like that because also too, that's very Latina, right? Like, you know, in Hispanic cultures, you know, we're very open, very welcoming. Everyone's loud, you know, come on over, come have dinner. Um, So I think it was a nice combination of both. And then where, where New York has totally kicked my ass is, uh, I, I I never had a problem with staring. Like people would stare at me, whatever, keep walking. But in New York, sometimes you get someone who stares at you and is like, weirdly looking at you and then like weirdly walking towards you. And I found myself the other day, been in New York now seven years. I found myself the other day with like this creepy person who's staring at me and like kind of getting too close to me. And I go, the fuck are you looking at? And he yep. was like, and I was like, can I help you? <laughs> and it was the most New York, yep, the most New York thing I've ever done in my life, you know? And I think New York has taught me boundaries. You know, in a way where you can't let everyone have access to you and not everyone is as friendly as they are in Kansas and not everyone has the best intentions. So New York has given me me that street smart to identify, like, Mm -hmm. when to be friendly, you know, or when to actually stand up for myself and be like, bro, take a step back or I'm going to roundhouse kick you in the face and then, like, you're going to have a problem.
0: It does it to you. It's this Jekyll and Hyde. It's a switch. It's it's not even in your body, but you turn into someone else. And unfortunately, that that I that was me. Where I'm, I, I try to wear my emotions on my sleep as much as I can. However, when that switch is is closed off, it's very it's very like all right, what every, every I don't I don't even like that part of me, but it's it's in me now.
3: Yeah, and. I I love that it's in me because I believe that one of my, one of my flaws or maybe not call it a flaw, but one of my weaknesses has been uh, being a pushover and having people walk all over me. And New York has given me the strength to like stand up for myself. Like if I don't like something or if I'm uncomfortable, if I don't like a restaurant or I don't like the way someone's treating me, I will say something. Or if I'm unhappy on a day. I will just leave, you know, and like, and not feeling like, oh, well, you know, I feel bad. Like, you know, oh, like, you know, and you start to kind of rationalize and it's allowed me to kind of jump on my instincts. If I don't feel safe, if I don't feel comfortable, if I'm unhappy with something, if it's not fun, you can just leave and you can stand up for yourself and create, you know, a better, and more welcoming space for yourself. And that's what I've loved. I mean, I've just, I've just learned so much from being here and it's definitely whooped my ass, but we all need that, you know? We we need a little thick skin, you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah. So we're getting up against it. I only have, like, two more questions left, but um, I I always love asking this question. What advice would you give aspiring musicians right now in this... I mean, you walk through it. Maybe you can help someone else out.
3: Yeah, no. Uh, oh, my gosh, 100%. Um, I would say... Keep making music that you like. Keep writing, you know. And, like, for me, I've written so much music. And for me now to be paired up with D. Lawrence has been amazing. Because I know that eventually I'll be able to to get more of my, my personal and, like, my older music out. You know, things that are a little bit more, that, a little more of my Sad Girl stuff. I'm just waiting, right? I'm just waiting low-key to be able to, to release all of my Sad Girl stuff. But um, find find a team. My biggest thing is find a team, find people that you trust. And I've cycled through several teams. Um, But each one, I learned something and built a little piece of my career up. And, you know, that's find a producer. I mean, I was making songs in, in closets and I was, you know, in tiny little studios and boxes and in basements and doing things. And like, when you find people who believe in you, and believe in your project, you start to grow. Um, But yeah, find, find, make a team, make your own team and people will fall off. And then you just bring someone new in and maybe they fall off and you bring someone new in. So make a team and don't quit.
0: Okay. And well, I kind of lied. It's like a 1.5 because this is a question, but not really. Um, (laughs) um, in the comic book aspect of what I said earlier, this is always someone's new introduction to who Sasha really is. We talked about your origin story. We talked about what you're currently doing now. We talked about uh Shake This, the new single. With your permission, we do have an audio version of this podcast. Can we rifle through some of the Spotify hits and put a few in there so they just know who you are and go from there? I would love that. Totally, okay. totally. And, totally. um... I will make sure in the post of this, we put your social media information and all that stuff with it, yeah. They can dive into it a little bit more. And lastly, certainly not leastly, I want you to do it yourself. This camera, that camera, whatever camera you're using right now, please tell people where they can find you on social media, any upcoming projects, anything you got, the floor is yours. Please go ahead, Sasha.
3: Amazing. Well, you guys can find me everywhere. Music lives under Sasha Prendes, and that's P-R-E-N-D-E-S. Honestly, just Google Shake This. Google Shake This, Sasha Prendes, and you will see everything. Check out my new music video. Follow me on all platforms. Um, I will be traveling. I will be touring. I will be doing pop-up shows. And uh, you can find me everywhere music lives. So definitely check out my work, and I hope to meet you all soon.
0: Sasha, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for giving me a little bit of your day. Just, we can Wax Poetic. (laughs) I don't exactly know how I was as an interviewer. I don't know. You are awesome. Judy.
3: <laughs> Your energy is amazing. Like like we're on the same level of like oomph. I don't even know what to call it. Oomph.
0: And love- more importantly, I loved it too. You're welcome back anytime you want. We could chop it up. We could talk about stuff. Sasha, this yeah. is awesome. And we wish you just the greatest success. Please. I know last night was something Get some rest, chill, because something tells me your day today is going to be a little bit more hectic.
3: It's going to be a little crazy, it be. that's how I like it, you know oh. what I mean? That's how I like it. It has to be crazy. If not, if you're bored, then what are you doing? If hey. it's not fun, what are you doing?
0: Hey, you know? I was growing up with the simple proverb, if you're bored, you're boring. Facts. There it is.
3: Facts. You should never be bored.
0: I'm not going to say anything smarter today. I'm just going to close with that. That was it. I think that's the smartest thing I'm going to say all day. Sasha, this has been great. You're welcome back to the podcast anytime you want. We're going to play a little bit of your music in the audio portion of this podcast. And thank you so much for showing up.
1: Thank
3: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Muchísimas gracias. Speak soon.
0: All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye.
2: I can't get you off my mind And I tell everyone I'm fine But now I think I'm losing sight Of the fight Of the fight I keep on pursuing And just can't win The fight I keep on losing Like there's no end Fight that you're not fighting. See, it's within. Can you not see the white flag that I'm waving? And where do I? ¿Sabes cómo sufro? No puedes ver.
0: By my guest Sasha Prendes. Oh man, this was a great interview. Sasha is welcome back anytime she wants to chop it up. It was a great interview. Also, um much like all of our interviews, you go to Just Talk with Sam, No G and Talking on our YouTube channel. And you can see the interview live and in person. You can watch it right then and there. You can see our reactions. You can see me with the most treasonous activity I did in quite some time wearing a bunch of Brooklyn gear. But i do it for my guests. You know, we'll do that. And all of that other fun stuff that the audio version wasn't able to capture. Um, so please check that out. Also, speaking of checking things out, please look up my buddy, Sasha Brendez, on the website at, you guessed it, sasha instagram and the site formerly known as twitter at sasha um and she also has a youtube channel you guessed it sasha so it's all right there we're going to make sure we post that all all that information right there and this was a good one this was a fun one but if you're still in the podcast mood you may want to check out my buddies. Bash and Z at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z, and they are wherever podcasts can be found. Put in Act Accordingly with Bash and Z. Um you can check out my good buddies Bash and Z, the great DJ M80. Possibly AJ, if he feels like showing up to work that day. Whatever. It's all right there. Check out my buddies at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. They are wherever podcasts can be found. Speaking of podcasts, um, everything related to Just Talk with Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to Just Talk with Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Um, hit us up on our YouTube channel that I talked about before at Just Talk with Sam, No G, and Talking. Facebook and Instagram is Just Talk with Sam, No G, Talking. Um, Twitter uh, or X, Sam Show 11. You can um, email the podcast um, at um, just talk with Sam. No GN talking. Just talk with Sam at gmail dot com for all your questions, comments, concerns, or whatever you gotta say. It's all right there. You get you can email the podcast. I try we try to read it. Um and we'll try to get to you on a timely fashion. So that's all I got for me right now. Before we end this delightful podcast for my buddy, Sasha Brendes, we are gonna play one more and uh we're gonna end this with Brooklyn. Uh that's the thing that we started the podcast, me and Brooklyn That's Garb, and I think it's only appropriate that we ended it on the song that started all of me and my treasonous behavior and we talk about brooklyn she didn't move to brooklyn it's great so we're going to end this podcast with the song brooklyn please check out all of her music please check out everything sasha Prendes by using her suggestion of just googling sasha Prendes. is all right there guys i will see you next time thank you so much and peace out here's oh by the way here's brooklyn by sasha Prendes.
2: you know i like you Ever since the first day I laid eyes on you I felt the chemistry, and I can't lie to you I like everything about you Cause I like the way that you walk And God, I love the way that you talk When you hit me with that accent, I stop like Where do you want me? I'm coming And I'm just adding fire to the and I love the way you say my name Got a feeling I might go insane Crushing on a boy from New York, A. Eh? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Love the way that you're moving Moving when you're playing my music Music and we be cute, we cruising, cruising And I think that you're so cool, so cool Showing me all the top views, top views Taking pics as we walk through You know what I like to, I like you Obey is for me like I a kiss upon the bridge, obey Don't fool me, don't fool me, no I love your
1: energy
2: Oh, how it consumes me And I wanna give you all of Yeah. Cause I love the way that you walk And God, I love the way that you talk like, When you wanna get some Get a slice at L&B's And I'm just adding fire to the flame And I love the way you say my name Got a feeling i might go insane Cushing on a boy from New York Yeah, yeah Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Love the way that you're moving Moving when you're playing my music Music Can we be QE cruising? And I think that you're so cool, so cool Showing me all the top views, top views Taking pics as we walk, taking pics as we walk You, you know baby. what I like to, I like you You're moving, moving when you're playing
1: my music
2: Music, can we be cute, we cruising, cruising And I think that you're so cool, so cool Showing me all the top tattoos, tattoos Taking pics as we walk through You
1: know what I like to, I like you